All right, so we have a little surprise for you this week. <laughs> we had so many emails, which I love. I know, we had, we've been getting a ton of them. We had so many emails that we gave you a filler episode yeah. um, because we hate, we've been recording in advance because we have so much going on that we didn't want to wait with these emails and people be listening and be like, how come they never read my emails? Right. So you're all getting your own episode. <laughs> we even have a Facebook post, which was one of the best stories I've ever heard. It was. So something. she's getting read too. <laughs> So, uh, Sparkles is going to go first. Okay. I have one from Nicole. Not me. Not her. Although I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, <laughs> Imagine if I was right. <laughs> I love you, Laura. Do you, Laura. <laughs> I love you, girls. Uh, this says, great job, ladies. You keep me laughing. I work in a Massachusetts ED, which is an emergency department. Um, how about covering things patients ingest and or insert in their rectum? AKA, <laughs> wait, yeah. AKA battery operated machinery. And where is my hairbrush? Like, you know, the what the fuck files from Nicole. <laughs> well, we have covered some of that. Um, I don't know if it's butt stuff. Did we cover any butt stuff? Mm. Our earlier episodes, we cover many things that have been put up. Yeah, we orifices. could do it again, though. It's, we could, oh, we there's could, plenty. There's we could always, probably be due for another Because we've had more come in since we've talked about it. Yeah, so we could. You're um, right. We should do another. We'll do another one. Yeah. But look so. back at the old episodes. There are a few that have that stuff in them. And send in things you found because... Um, yeah. It's always fun to hear other people's. I mean, we had a glass poodle at one point. Oof. So please tell us what yeah. else you have found. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Who do I have? I have Alicia. Good morning, Laura and Nicole. I discovered your podcast a few month, months ago while I was taking the commuter rail into Boston, where I, too, am an OR nurse. God oh. bless you, honey. I cannot tell you how refreshing it is to hear your voices and stories every day. I leave work every day and think to myself, I need to hear the girls. <laughs> the people I worked with felt that way. I know. They're like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> We're literally at the desk and people are like, enough. Just enough. Why are you both here? <laughs> you make me laugh and smile and I feel connection on some of my darkest days. Well, I'm glad we can oh, make you smile. That's, nice. that's always my goal. I recently went back to your first episode and I was laughing out loud about, uh, I can barely read because I'm old. At the part about inappropriate things said in the OR, and it reminded me of a time I said to a female surgeon I was about to go on a glove, are you wet? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said, uh, how about just take a towel? I was so embarrassed. I don't ask anyone that anymore. <laughs> I still ask. I that. still ask them every time. You wet? You wet? Yeah. And they, you know, because it's just normal. No. One of my favorite episodes is the burnout one. It is so true, which is so unfortunate. I train a lot of new nurses, both in the scrub and circulating role. And I really try very hard to be supportive of, the, of them. I know it's a lot. However, like you said, sometimes I just want to get into their face and say, just fucking pay attention. <laughs> I think I just said that the other day. It is so aggravating when all the surgeon wants is someone who cares. A hundred percent. I also love the 80s throwback episodes. Oh, we need to do another one of those because I did love that. Yeah. Remember the baby Jessica and the well story? Yes. I just watched that again the I other day. picture it. I was, I was sitting, invested. I was at my nanny's house. It was in the summer, obviously. We're sitting on the three season porch. Uh-huh. JFK's pitches above the TV, <laughs> and we and it was all over the. And we sat up all yep. day and all night watching baby. I kept walking like in the kitchen. Is she out yet? Yeah. Is she out yet? How terrifying! We stuck. Oh in that my fucking god! Wall. So For scary. those who don't know, baby Jessica, she was like eighteen months old. I don't know. She in was bumfuck Texas, and she fell into like this the well. Well, that it was I don't know four hundred. It went to the core of the earth, <laughs> and she was wedged in there. And they had, like, cameras down there. And oh you're talking, like, the 80s. Yeah, so yeah. there wasn't the equipment they had today. And it took them, like, three days to dig her ass out forever. of there. And I could still see the guy. He was on, like, a 
fucking holy shit. And yes. She was boarded. Yep. And boarded, yep. she had like the wrapping around her head. She still, she had to get like a ton of skin grafts and shit on her forehead because she was so wedged in there. Oof. And um, Google it. Yeah. Google baby And they Jessica. drag her out, and everyone, like the whole world, oh my, everybody that she was fucking... waiting with bated breath for oh, this child to come out of this well. Oh, who does remember baby yeah. Jessica? My neighbors and I used to play off the swing set in my yard. We made one girl <laughs> lay on the ground, and we would throw a rope down the back of the slide. She would try and climb it, and just and we kept dropping her on purpose. <laughs> 80s kids were assholes. <laughs> what the fuck was wrong with us? Nothing. Just playing in the 80s. They were, we were playing Baby Jessica, probably. Right, Come well, on, Baby Jessica. <laughs> Come on, the whole baby world's Jessica. watching. <laughs> oh, not this time. We'll get you. We'll try again. Psych. It's just like the fucking asshole on the other side of the seesaw. Yep. Give you, you a jawbreaker. All right. I was wondering <laughs> if you could do an episode on trauma bonding. Um, The entire podcast is based on trauma bonding that's how laura and i met i am sure you both have felt this when you were in the shit of a horrible case at work with a bad outcome you sort of bonded with that team you were with at the time when we made horrible jokes because i didn't know how else to deal with it you know um i have had a terrible few months at work and no one outside of work seems to understand i have a lot of friends who are not nurses and they will never understand i'm telling you that now Mm -hmm. Or medical in general, and they have no fucking clue what we do or what we deal with every day. When I explained to my sister-in-law something about wiping ass, she's like, you don't do that. And I looked at her and said, what do you think I do? Right. What do you think? People throw up on me. Yeah. They urinate on me. I've dealt with shit, blood, brains, guts. What do you think I do every day? Right. Do you think I just sit behind a fucking computer and say, hey, how you doing? What's I, your ailment? I think they do think that. Like, what do you think I, I do? I, I know. Um... Even my husband, who tries to understand, I understand that too, because my husband tries, cannot stomach some of the things I have seen. Mm-hmm. I have taken to just getting hope, opening the fridge and handing him a beer and saying, you don't have to understand. Just nod your head and pretend while I tell you all the shit that happened to me today. Yeah. Anyway, I was wondering if you could talk about the bonds nurses share with each other. My OR team has become my family away from home. I am also trying to go for my SANE nursing certificate, S-A-N-E. I, too, share a love for true crime and grew up on law and order special victims. (laughs) Maybe you could touch upon what to do if you ever find yourself as a victim or have someone you love in that horrible situation. I have a niece going to college soon. I don't need to say much more. I apologize if my ideas seem dark. They don't. You're an OR nurse. I am actually a very happy and lighthearted person. (laughs) That's what we tell everybody. If we worked together, we would have fun. Oh, I know we would. Mm -hmm. You're right up my alley. I just think the fact that I leave for work in the dark, work in the OR where there is no windows, sometimes operate in the dark and go home in the dark is really fucking getting to me. Can you tell? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for the laughs and insight. You truly brighten my day, even through the long New England winter months. Keep it up, Boston Strong. You ain't shit, honey. Um, So I laugh when you say about your husband because I work late, so I get home at like midnight. My husband has to get up at, as he likes to say, 5.45. (laughs) And I'll come in the room and he'll be like, hey, how's it going? And I'll just say to him, buckle up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And I verbally vomit on him yeah. often. Yeah. He has no fucking idea what I'm talking about, but he supports me and he listens to me. Yeah. And that's usually after I've called Laura on the way home yeah. and said, are you up? And she just texts, yep. And then I verbally vomit on her. And then I'm not even at work, but Nicole has verbally vomited on me. So then Mike's like, oh, what did she say? And I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and then I tell him the whole thing. I'm like, I'm not even at work. And I'm telling you all the problems at work. 
it's just yeah. you. It, I under, we all understand where you're coming from. Um, you can write to us at any time, and we will share your misery because yeah. we have all been in that seat. Yeah, that's what um, some of the bars around Boston are for. You yeah, know? we go there after work and you just talk it out. Um, I so, think the whole yeah, I think a lot of our episodes we touch on like, I think we say it a lot as people are probably sick of it, but like no one understands but us like we understand each other you have to be you have to go out with each other outside of the OR so you you know because you're so bonded like it there's no one there's no one like your teammates your co-workers I've when it wrapped, comes to that I've wrapped bodies with Laura mm-hmm. I haven't done that with anybody else no <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying and yeah. I'm not proud of that yeah but we've seen people in positions that nobody else in my life has seen me with so right it's all you can get you do what you got to do to get through. And you, it definitely, it bonds. Even to people, like, there's people I've done terrible things with that I wouldn't have a be friends with right. outside. But I, I, we had I have that together. with them and I will never, ever forget that. Right. You know, it's, it's not an easy job. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a million times. You see people at their worst and many OR nurses, nobody remembers us. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get the flowers and the chocolates and the thank you cards or anything else. I mean, we had... We had one case. It was terrible. The OR worked phenomenal. The patients went up to the ICU. And I walked by the ICU like a year later. They had a fucking award for it. Mm. Everybody, look what they did. The OR, they they thanked the ER. They thanked the ICU. Yeah. They never said anything about the OR nurses who had it ready for in seconds. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? To, to, to do the procedure they needed to live. Right. 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 Never a word said about the OR no. staff. It's so, like we don't exist. Which it's is like we whatever. Don't We're used we to know it. what we do, but no one else does. Nobody else does. So you're right. We are bonded. <laughs> Even when the nurses make memes, they never include the OR nurses. No. <laughs> okay, Laura. So your next email. Um, Hello, Laura and Nicole. I love y'all's podcast so much. I'm really new to it. I'm listening... I'm listening to the bodies episode right now, which is my second episode. <laughs> I love those episodes. I love death. But it's really fascinating and informative. So I'll be listening to more episodes in the near future. I do have a question for for all. I can't even say it like she does. I do have a question for y'all as nurses. And a lot of it is rooted. <laughs> that is not in, an vocabulary. So to say that. And a lot of it is rooted in the fact that I am a total klutz and drop everything sooner or later. <laughs> So I have been seeing all of these signs and commercials, etc., saying only flush the three P's, pee, poop, and toilet paper, which I, where are you seeing these commercials? <laughs> Down um, south, because clearly they don't know what you're supposed to flush. <laughs> so, however, I wonder about the germs, viruses, bacteria, etc. Like if you accidentally drop something small in a public toilet or something, do those people who are saying to only flush the three P's, who seem to all be like plumbers and sewer plants and such, expect us to retrieve it instead of flushing it? Aren't they like some potentially really dangerous germ risks from doing that. Also, one thing that has happened to me from time to time in public restrooms, I sometimes see small pieces of trash ranging from gum wrappers to one memorable time when I saw a wallet-sized picture in a toilet. Do these plumbers in sewage plant works expect me to fish that trash out instead of flushing it? I figure as nurses, y'all would be able to answer the questions about the germ risk from fishing stuff that we accidentally drop in the toilet of trash that other people leave unflushed in public toilets. Like, is that a big risk, please? Thank you again. You're a fan, Jen. So okay. I'm telling you right now, I'm not fishing shit out yeah. of a toilet. Top 10 things I'm never doing in a public restroom is putting my hands on the toilet. I'm I barely don't give doing a shit if, if there's a human own... body in there. I'm not going in there. Nope. I would call 
Yep. Call who? I tell the guy at the front, the fucking bouncer who barely let me in. Hey, toilet's plugged. Yeah. Hey, hey, there's something in the toilet. You better get somebody else. I wouldn't. Yes, there is a bacteria risk because you don't know what else is in right. the toilet. I wouldn't flush the toilet. No, because I wouldn't. But I right, that's going to clog the whole thing. But I am not fishing it. And up. I don't know if I drop anything in there if I'm going after it either. That's what I'm saying. Like, what am I dropping? Is it a? If it's my cell phone, I don't even know if I'm going I'm after. I'm not it. even sure. I might buy a new one. If it's a wallet picture of my kids, absolutely not. Take no, it. It's fine. That. I'll get flush another one somewhere. I've got but... a lot of my phone. Yeah, my ID. I can get a new one. I don't know. It depends on what the Look at all this stuff's on the internet. They know who I am. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, th- to no, put, I'm not. At work, people are like, oh, I just dropped my pager in the toilet and Ugh. have it in the hand. And I'm like, you took it out. <laughs> like, I, I, no, I'd rather die. I fucking toilets. I don't know who uses them, but they're like goddamn biohazards. Oh, they're just, they're the other day, you could smell whoever was backing one out. Through the two doors oh. in the lounge. I came up. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What are you doing in there? I don't know. It's We're awful. women. I don't There's know. There's a bunch of women in there. It's terrible. But I, I yes, there are potential. It, never going in the toilet. You I get am never going in the toilet. E. coli. You, mm-hmm. That's why you always have to wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Because just from wiping, you can get these things. Never mind putting your hand in a dirty ass toilet bowl. So I had to take three stupid teenage boys to this place today and they're talking in the back of the car and i don't know why my youngest son shared this story with his friends because it's a story you don't share with friends but he told them about how when he was like eight months old he ate his own shit right why would he tell this i don't because he's not the smartest kid in the world all right i love my youngest son he's a love but he's not i don't know why he told them that story so of course the kids are like so one of them's like well it was sterile i'm like Oh, no, 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 honey. Let's be clear. Urine is sterile. Urine is sterile. Shit is not sterile. That's why you can't touch it. It's got so much bacteria in it, a lot of which will kill you. Right. I said, your ureters and your kidneys are sterile, which is why if you were drowning to, in, I mean, you were dehydrated, you could drink your urine, which I would die first before drinking my urine. <laughs> but, but you, you could, could reprocess your urine you would not get sterile. Sick from it. Right. But you do not want to eat your shit to survive because <laughs> you will die. And they're all just looking at me. I'm like, are we clear? Nobody's eating <laughs> feces. Nobody's eating shit today. Nobody's no. eating shit. It's never going to be sterile. And it's like the one thing you probably would never say to an owner is, is that's sterile. Right. No, it's not. No. If I know anything, I know sterility. <laughs> I can't do anything else, but I know sterility. So I had to clarify why yes. fecal matter is not sterile it's today. Disgust. No, it's full of germs. It's full of bacteria. It's full of disease. Yes. Do not touch it. Yes. If you drop something in the toilet, do not get it. Alert maintenance. Alone, do not like, get it. God knows. Don't flush it, but don't get it. I don't know what these people have that's ending up in that toilet. Just Every that. disease known to man, is on I a feel toilet. like, has come from shit. Yes. Yes. Do you know, like every, yes. everything you can catch, it's in your feces. Because shit also collects flies and fucking skeeters yeah, and they all bite in. I don't know. Don't, don't go after it. Tell maintenance, don't go after I it. I have to say, Jess, that was one of the most random emails we've ever had. Jen. Jen. Excuse me. <laughs> Jen. Pardon. Y'all. Did that I was tell you that Jack did random. that to my friend Jen? He called her Jess? Uh-huh. Is he dating her, Jess? Nope. He, yeah. Instead of, like, my other friend Jess. So Jen's leaving the house. He's like, bye, Jen. Thanks for coming over. And she's like, oh, no, bye, Jess. Thanks for coming over. She's like, oh, Jen. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, no, oh, no, your whole oh, life. Oh, my God. I'm like, he's, she's, he's literally known her his whole life. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She it was happens. not happy about it. Happens. We did have a Jess earlier. That's why I yes, yes. But that was a very random email. But um, And disgusting. St- and don't do it. And disgusting. And don't. Top 10 list of things never to do. Put yeah. your hands in a public toilet. Yeah. Like, your own toilet's one thing. You know who's 
Even then, I wouldn't know. But I'd put a glove. I know what's in there. You're yeah. calling me to do it. I would call yeah. Mike to put a glove yeah, on to would. get whatever was in there. But a public toilet? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Oh God, uh-uh. no. Uh-uh. No. All right. This is from Chelsea. She's finally writing. Oh, I you meant the city. <laughs> yeah, this is coming right out. I was like, Straight out of Chelsea. I was like, oh, it's in a. Oh, I don't know. It's gonna be about the Tobin Bridge. It's gonna be juicy. <laughs> so her subject matter. Finally writing in. Hi, Laura Nicole. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Chelsea. I just want to start off by saying how much your show means to me. Please do tell more. (laughs) I have been a rad CT tech at a level one trauma center in Kansas. Jesus, I didn't know Kansas had level one trauma centers. (laughs) But 10 years, I'm just kidding, Chelsea, really. For 10 years now, and listening to your podcast has helped me decompress after a long ship or help ship. Shift. Ship. Hmm. Ship. I'm shipping off to Boston. A long shift. Or helped with some insomnia from thinking about something I saw at work more times than I can count. Mm -hmm. So thank you for not only what you do as RNs, but also for being a comedic outlet for the rest of us. Not everybody thinks I'm so funny. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you both for your, uh, thank you to both your sons for their service as well. My husband is ex-military and all of the servicemen and women hold a special place in my heart, as they do in mine. Mm -hmm. It was an ORRN who put me onto your show in late 2019. Oh, we got some old fans out there. I love it. And it didn't take me long to get caught up. I've been an avid listener ever since. Listen, I've had a Bloody Mary. So give me. She's slurring a little bit. I'm slurring a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not slurring. I'm (laughs) thick-tongued. Some of my favorite episodes are the This is the second one. The famous summer series. An episode where you talk about crazy things you've seen at work because they're so relatable. History episodes. I like the history episodes. Mm-hmm. And frankly, everything else. <laughs> I spit my drink out from laughing so hard at the bloody nipple episode. <laughs> that was. I'm still getting paid. It from makes that. me very tender. Like the thought, like I'm right now, Eric. Yeah, it makes you tender. Hearing you two describe literally anything else you would rather do than run was freaking hilarious. <laughs> we can keep going. <laughs> I, the, I can Gargle diarrhea, <laughs> stick pins in my eyes. And I'm about died laughing at myself at the Expeditions episode because when Laura said crevice, to me it sounded like crevasse. And I was like, what the fuck is a crevasse? I think I did say crevasse. <laughs> well, because there is a difference. It's a crevasse is it's much the bigger. It's English. It's much bigger in a crevasse. <laughs> it took me a minute to realize you were saying crevice. I love your accents. And if you heard, heard, if you heard mine, you probably wouldn't understand some words I say either. Think Texas Southern, but not as slow. We don't oh. even know what Texas is. I know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm going with Matthew McConaughey, maybe? Hey, all right, all right, all right. Oh, God. I always think about writing in. I'm so glad I finally made myself sit down and do it. You deserve all the love. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. I love it. All right. I also have a suggestion for future episodes. National Radiologic. Oh, I said that right. Technology Week is November 5th through 11th this year. You sure you want to wait that long, Chelsea? (laughs) I know finding things to talk about in November is kind of tough sometimes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So I thought you two could discuss the importance of x-rays via C-arms in the operating room since you are OR nurses. The history is also kind of cool if you're into physics. Uh, one thing I'm not into is physics. I mean, we could try. I mean, we. I think we're Let's try and not make that dry. That's an episode, but I don't know how well we're going to explain Physics. (laughs) I, can't, I don't even know what physics is. We can try. <laughs> we are crucial in the uh, diagnosis of so many things. Yes. That is very true. A lot, of, a lot of our work is in the background, and some patients don't even realize we are part of their medical team, too. Some of the surgeons don't realize it either. Right. <laughs> Whether we're taking a post-op abdomen x-ray, running the CM for ortho to do an ORIF, which is you broke a bone, you put a plate in, 
Well, running the O-arm for a spine, the O-arm. Oof, that's a whole nother ball and of wax. it's not even like everyone can do that. No. You have to call in a special yeah. person who can it's do that. fucking huge. Yeah. A lot of surgeries wouldn't be possible without us. That is very true. That's very true. I love my profession and couldn't imagine doing anything else. And people don't realize, too, like the x-ray techs and traumas and stuff, they're right there. They're oh, yeah. they're seeing what we're seeing yeah. and they don't, they don't get the support we do for yes. seeing the same shit. Yeah. I love the patient care aspect, even though sometimes our patient interaction is less than two minutes it takes to do a chest x-ray. But the impact patients have on us and the impact we leave on them can stick with us forever. Mm-hmm. At our hospital, the OR nurses and scrubs and x-ray techs are besties. Same here. And I hope the techs that you've worked with are awesome too. If you do decide to talk about it and need more information or have any questions, I'd be delighted to help in any way. Again, I'm a huge fan, and I think of both of you as friends and mentors. Woof. Mentors, huh? Delicious. I'll be your friend any day. I don't know if you want to listen to me, though. <laughs> if you ever decide to take your show on the road, I've been wanting to do that oh, for years. God, Chelsea. You have, you'd have you have a huge turnout. We're going to Wichita, Laura. That's it. Fucking Wichita uh, in August. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking <laughs> August. Not a tree to be seen. Not happening. Uh, shout out to, and thanks to Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. For all you do for the show, I know you're doing your best to help the sound issue that everyone complains about. Oh, I thank you. All right. When we get paid for this, we'll buy better equipment. But until we get paid for this, this is what you get. All the best from a fellow cursing, tired medical professional, Chelsea. I love that email. That's a very good nice I love email. that you're in Wichita, Kansas. BTK. Boom. That's oh, all I think about God. Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Someday I'm getting my ass on the road and I'm dragging her with me. All right. I'm telling you, it's okay. happening. I just right. need to have more emails saying there'll be a good turnout in other cities, too. Okay. And maybe somebody promote us. Okay. You know anybody promoting us? Come on, send them my way. All right. All right, what you got? I do think um, that is a good idea. I think we should do yes. radiology weekend. And if you're um, willing November. to wait till November. Well, she brought it. She knows it's November, so right. I think she'll wait. I think that is a good idea. We yeah. have to put that on the list. Yes. Check. Um. All right, so I got the last one. No, I got one more after oh, you. Right. Oh, yeah. Um. Good morning, Laura and Nicole. I just wanted to reach out and say hello. I'm a nurse from Pennsylvania, and I found your podcast several months ago and have been hooked ever since. Oh, thank you. I truly feel like I'm sitting in your living room, and we are all just catching up and chatting. I do truly learn something every time. So do we. Same, same. Um, one idea I have for you is fires in the healthcare setting. You could cover the hyperbaric oxygen chamber fire in Florida in 2009, which sounds terrifying. Yep. Um, the chamber yep. operator, oh Jesus, the chamber operator was in the bathroom leaving the grandmother and boy unattended. Are you the kidding me? The chamber operator and medical director were convicted with manslaughter. Ooh, this Initially, is be a good there was one. speculation that the boy had taken a toy car into the oxygen rich environment that would self propel and when pulled back, but this was not brought up in the case. There were several instinct, instances of neglect. There have also been fires in the equine chambers that were fatal to the horse and operator. I have attached an article discussing the Florida fire. I am happy to help with any research. I'm a wound care HBO nurse who stepped away during the pandemic due to childcare. So I am home all day hanging out with a super cute 18 month old, but it's terrible, Aww. terribly boring. I did want to include a fun story about a visually impaired patient I had in the HBO tea chamber. I was a new young nurse and had to help this visually impaired gentleman change into hundred percent cotton scrubs. So this she's she works in the hyperbaric right. chambers, which is which interesting is highly alone. flammable. Um, why is it all oxygen? The oxygen. So every day the patient would have. So that's why he's in these cotton yeah. scrubs. 
Every day the patient would happen to stick his hands out to grab my breasts, a bottom, uh, always, mm-hmm. quote unquote, by mistake. Mm-hmm. As a new nurse, I just tried to bob and weave, but in <laughs> hindsight, I should have just been more assertive. I would never put up with that now. When the male nurse had to help change the patient, miraculously, he never got felt up. Once he got the patient changed, the fun did not stop there. As the patient was in the chamber, he would touch himself. Oh. So he had explained daily that you could see him grabbing at his penis and ask him if he was okay. As seizures can happen in an environment that is 100% O2. That's quite a seizure. <laughs> it remind him that he is in a clear chamber so everyone can see him touching himself. This went on until ev- he eventually graduated from the program. But it was a miserable existence for a few weeks. I would say oh, that so. Would suck. I did want to say thank you for all that you do. I truly look forward to the podcast every other week. Keep up the amazing work, Lauren. Well, Lauren. hey, congratulations on your little baby. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry you had to witness that. Yeah, and that's he terrible. Groped. Oh, and that's disgusting and disturbing. Yeah. And I think that is an excellent idea about the healthcare setting fires. Especially this... we work in the OA, which is um, a huge right. fire risk in itself. So right. that's a very good idea. It's, you know, it's so many pots of medicine. You just don't even think about the hyperbaric chamber. I was going to say, even just not the fires, but the hyperbaric chamber yeah. could oh, be I was an just episode. About that. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> what are we using that for? Yeah. Um, so thank you very That much. was a great email. A great. I- like, listen, I say this every week and I mean it. The emails... They, they're like my my life source. I love them. And you have given us some amazing yes, ideas because ideas. it is hard. We, we sit down and we're going to talk about this week. What do you, you know, we look and we're Googling and trying to figure out things. So you guys do give us some great ideas. Great Keep ideas. them coming, please. Because mm-hmm. as you see, we will wrap an episode yeah. around it and it helps. All right. So we're going to finish off oh, God. with this. E- it's a Facebook post. Somebody made a comment and it's one of my favorites. <laughs> It's, it's it's something one of my favorites i just literally didn't even know what to say to this one because it's something i guess i never thought of in my pre-op report <laughs> no i all right and i'm not gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say i'm not gonna ask this i'm never asking no. this but you wouldn't want to aspirate this Mm-mm. okay so my mom is an o nurse now retired she was prepping a page so she didn't want to her mother didn't want to read this because she was too embarrassed so she the, didn't want to write it she's she okay with us so the, it. The, the nurse uh her her daughter wrote it in so um she was a Prepping a patient for surgery, she asked if they had had any food to drink after midnight. And the patient says, well, we had oral sex this morning. Does that count? <laughs> of course, my mother asks, well, did you swallow? <laughs> and of course, the woman did. I mean, any good wife would swallow. And being as polite and straight-faced as she could, she states, well, you'll have to talk to anesthesia about that. <laughs> so I read that to my husband, right? Who literally thinks about sex 24-7, but he's like... What? What? Like you're going under the knife and you're like, hey, honey, can you just yeah, just take care of this before you go in? Right. Like, who's thinking of that before surgery? I don't know. In what life? Goes, okay. Yeah. yeah. What? No. I, I literally, <laughs> I told this to people at work. We would die laughing. And they're like, well, I don't know now. I, I, to I want that. to ask an anesthesiologist. Well, that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> Pardon the pun, um, oh, because like you would want to aspirate that. But I mean, is I'm it even s- enough? Is it just like heavy spit? Like you just put a little. Ugh. <laughs> oh god, Mike, you want to weigh in on this? <laughs> it's just, I can't even imagine being the patient being like, oh yes, um, my, my a, a, I would take the risk of dying. Yes, before, before I ever I admit that. that. Yeah. You know what? 
if that's how I guess that's how I'll have to die. I was uh, stupid to do this, and now. Well, I had an OR nurse recently tell me it's not called judging somebody; it's called assessing. Yes. So I would be heavily assessing this woman. <laughs> I can't even fathom. Oh, that. so that was my favorite. Um. All right. So that's your little filler episode. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but mm-hmm. it's coming out soon. And again, keep the emails coming. We love them. We love them. We love them. Yes, and we great. love the ideas. And we love hearing that there's actually people listening to us. And it's just Laura and I sitting in a basement talking to each yeah. other with Mike holding the dog. They say they're big fans. <laughs> I can't get over it. We've made it to Wichita, Kansas. Laura, Jesus, we got a huge following out there. I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you. Really we can't believe it. Road that. trip this summer. We boom, get in the old, you know, Highlander. Just boom, 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 to boom. Kansas. To Kansas in August. No. Because that would be that nice and cool. That sounds terrible. Wheat fields. That's a lot. Maybe there'll be some tornadoes. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> Imagine right in the middle, like, everybody get in the basement. Right in the middle of our performance. Um, our performance. <laughs> I don't know what the hell we would do on stage. Yeah, that's exactly my question. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking clue how this could ever go live. No. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're still, for now, we're staying in the basement in Stoneham. Mm-hmm. Um, thank it's just you. lovely here. All <laughs> it's balmy, 50 degrees. It literally feels like spring after the nine degree, oh, negative no. nine degree night awful. the other day. It was 40 today. It felt like a summer day. Yeah. I literally was like, oh my God, I feel like spring's in the air. I know. Um, so enjoy, be safe. Spring literally is around the corner now. Keep Once writing. we get through Valentine's Day and we get to St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is spring in my eyes. Yes, we're almost there. Um, so keep them writing and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.